Blog Talk Radio. Best Life Cafe, here we are. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. I'm here with Kim Palma, and we are so happy to be here. He's waving. Y'all can't see that, but he's waving. Uh, yay, Tim. So good to see good you. Good morning. To you on the, bump into you on the dance floor Sunday night, which was so, like, I was. Oh, my goodness. How, how fun was that? I was at the way back of the crowd, and I, my three friends were like, no, we're going in the front. So, you know, I'm not a front row person, like, right? Like, and then I go up, and I see you, and I'm like, oh, my God, that was, like, epic. And the freaking concert was awesome. It was so good. So uh, I have seen The Expendables a whole bunch of times, and I got to tell you, it's so cool that the city of Ukiah – a big shout out to the city today for Same, that yeah. entire concert. Like that whole series is so magical and all those people that put it together to make it work out. That's, it's like one of my favorite things. Uh, this is actually the first one I've been to this year because I've been so busy, uh, yeah. you know, love whirlwind with a new relationship, you know, like that whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that big smile. <laughs> ah, yeah, it's, it's a good one. Um, but I- You're you're actually blushing right now. I just want to tell you, you're actually blushing, which is something that I love. And I got to meet her, and she was so delightful. Her energy was just like yours. And I was like, I'm so happy to kind of – I had met her briefly before, but to really just see her kind of in action, just grooving to the vibe and and being in the moment, like, that's living, you know? When you're in the moment and you're just, like, happy – yeah, you're living. So I love that. I love that vibe when we met up and danced a little bit together and just being up there in the vibe of, I'm not really sure that I've always been an Expendables fan, like as far as like, oh, I want to go get their album. I want to go to their concert kind of thing. But uh, their music and I relate, like the words to their songs, their vibe, their their uh, cannabis, um, you know, message and was really funny because when they were playing that that song, um, I want to smoke a bowl with you. All of a sudden, oh, pack in a, a bowl part, for two. yeah, pack a bowl for two. Like he's all like always in concert in the park. You people don't smoke weed ever. Like if they do, they're on the outside of the park. But when that song came on, smoke was in the air, and I, I know. It was crazy, and I was sitting in the back with my non-smoke weed smoking friends, right, and. They're like, what the hell is happening? And I'm like, that is people saying, this is it. Listen well, to this You know what's so song. interesting? Yeah. Is that how much things have changed? Like, there was a time when that would have been absolutely poo-pooed on. The police oh, would have been yeah. there shutting it down. Uh-huh. And now everyone's out there just doing it in the open. Like, it's, it's so wild to watch. Like, when I was what's working that? at the city... It was it was a no no. Like people could smoke beyond the barriers, but they couldn't smoke up front. But whatever happens, like it's I'm I'm happy for it. I'm like, you know what? Everyone needs to smoke a little weed sometimes. Well, I mean, Calm down. you know, they they serve alcohol. Alcohol and weed are just as legal, like on the same playing field. But there's always been a stigma around marijuana, and some people just simply don't like the way they feel on it. Much like I don't like the way I feel when I'm drinking. So to me, there's yeah. just like this even playing field, and I love seeing the balance of that as in if you need something to sort of get you high out of the moment and into a vibe, 
whether it's alcohol or whether it's marijuana or what, you know, those two are sort of my only. I don't know. I don't have a lot of room for people using you know, other recreational drugs in my life. But uh, just those two things, like I have no judgment on either way. Although yeah. I've probably judged alcohol more than marijuana, I have to own that, you know, that's been something that I think it gets you more out of hand the more you drink, whereas the more you smoke, you're just going to sleep. <laughs> Yeah, no, I definitely think so, too. It's so funny, too, that alcohol has been the legal thing for so long, right? Because it really messes up people. It, like, ruins lives. But, like, smoking some weed, like, you're not – I mean, like, I I don't smoke like I used to at all. Like, I hardly smoke at all. But I don't have anything against it, right? Yeah, Uh, no. But I'm going to tell you right now, I never got so, so stoned that I couldn't drive. But I've been so drunk that I couldn't. You know what I mean? Like, oh, it's so interesting. Please don't drive. Yeah, like I encourage everybody who, who drinks or even gets so high, just don't drive because there's other lives on the road. So that message being yeah. said, I, I I love that we had that. I think summer is going really well, and here it is, like the end of July, and we really have a couple footballs already starting with for the kids. Cheer practice is starting. School starts in two weeks, and I'm like, what haven't we done? Who haven't we seen? Where, where do we need to go before this settles into the winter, which will come before we know it? And I'll have to say that uh, I want to do a quick shout-out, if you don't mind. So last I don't. week, uh, last week, I would guess a little bit over a week ago, uh, I did my annual trip to Reno with uh, my besties, and every year my brother – calls me up in April and says, hey, pick a, pick a weekend. You're going, you know, all expenses paid except for our, like, food and drink. So I picked this weekend, which turned out to be the worst weekend I could have put, picked because um, a friend of mine passed away and his funeral was that weekend. So just hold that thought. Mm-hmm. So we get to Reno, and we're having a great time. And Saturday morning, I go to get in line for this pool because, it's a really packed pool and you want to get up at the adult section and you want the good chairs. And I'm standing in line and I look around and if you guys have been a best life cafe listener for a long time, you know that last year when I was in Reno, I met two guys, the Stagneros and lo and behold, I turn around and at the end of that line is Rocco and Frank Stagnero who we're there the same weekend, which was a different date than the last year's. And I was like, and my friend says to me, look who's there. And I'm like, no effing way. So these guys, we bonded last year. We immediately picked up where we left off. And so they're in the pool and they're telling somebody that I'm a podcast host. And they said, yeah, last year on her podcast, she called us gangsters. (laughs) You never know what's going to come out, right? So, uh, in a podcast, so I looked at him and I said, "No, I said you guys look like mafia men." Okay, so I just want to clear up: they a are monster. not gangsters; <laughs> they are not in the mafia. We were in the pool Perfect. vibing. I get out and go get a drink or something, and I come back, and there these two guys are with a whole new group of women in the pool. And I said to my friend, "Look at that! They're cheating on us already. Like they haven't seen us for five minutes, and we are old news." So Rocco. <laughs> This one's for you, babe. I told him I would tell him. They're lovely, lovely men, and it was just so super serendipitous to be able to spend time with them again. It, it was fabulous. So 
the moral of that story is friendship is so intertwined. You know, like we oh, never important. know when that invisible string of a bond that you have with somebody. And so on that same note, the night before that happened, I was at a funeral for a dear friend. Um, shout out to Lenny, who, who passed away suddenly and broke a million people's hearts. And uh, I saw two people, two guys, that I hadn't seen in 40 years. Wow. And the minute, and I want to say the second that I saw them, I felt like I was at home. I, I, I still brings me tears because I cannot describe the indescribable feeling of of comfort and peace that I felt when I was with them. And I ended up staying in San Francisco till almost 11 o'clock at night uh, just because I could not leave. And I knew that when I left, I didn't know when I would see them again. Um, one of them was someone I was romantically involved in 40 years ago, but had a beautiful, wonderful ending and, you know, sayonara and stayed friends for many years and then lost touch. And to just, I, like, I literally grabbed his face. and I was just like, oh, my God, like I never thought I would see you again. And so to have those types of friendship bonds, to me, I don't think there's anything better. Anything I would better. agree. I would agree. Having friends is, you know, as social creatures, having friends, uh, it helps us to grow. It helps us to settle our emotions. It helps us to bond. It, it helps us to, man, it's like, it's what we're here for, is for friends. Really, if it gets down to it, like love and friendship, like that is yeah. what it's all about. And uh, there is an awesome quote, don't know who said it, and it says something to the effect that it is better to walk with a friend in the dark than alone in the light. And I think that sums it up so well. Like if you're up by yourself, like life, what, what are you living for? Like life is not fun. It's so much better to share an experience with a friend than it is to just share it by yourself. Because when you sit down and you're being like, hey, remember that time I went to the park by myself? Like, that sounds boring. <laughs> right? That was but, such a good time. Kathy, do you remember that time we were dancing? Yeah. In my living room? So much yes, more fun. I do. But I think that it yeah. is about connection. And I think yeah. that what I got out of the last two weeks of my life was how important it is to reach out to the people that I don't normally talk to. And if they have that spot in my heart, that sweet spot that like with these guys, like I always thought about them, you know, one of them, I'm friends with Facebook. One of them, he didn't have Facebook, which is why I could never find him. And, <laughs> and that's different than seeing them in person and hugging them and sharing a meal and a glass of wine with them and really relating to where you've been or where you are or where you're going. And it's those conversations with your close, trusted friends that allow you to grow. And so I also had like the opposite spectrum this week. It's such a weird thing for me that I've had to look at friendship so deeply, uh, where people kind of came at me and said I wasn't being a good friend. And in, in, and honestly, that happened with three different people in five, five days. And so then I'm looking in the mirror going, why am I attracting this? 
what is happening? What is my role? What are people perceiving about me that I am not perceiving about myself? So it caused me to do some very deep reflecting on what does it mean to be a true friend? Is a true friend being loyal to your cause or is a true friend being loyal to my cause? And, you know, if I am stuck in the middle of what you believe and what I believe, uh, where do you go with that if you have two different polar opposite experiences oh. with the same experience? <laughs> oh. oh, boy. <laughs> Lots to unpack there. Uh, let's, let's start with not being a good friend, okay? I am super guilty of it. I get really busy. I get pushed and pulled in yeah. a lot of directions. Honestly, Me too. Me most too. of the time, I'm just trying to make ends meet. And so it's not that I don't want to hang out with my friends. I love my friends. I'm so super grateful for my friends. Shout out to all you people out there. I love you. You're amazing. Such great souls, such wonderful people. So grateful to have you in my life. Um, but I, I get busy. I get caught up. You know, I, I spend time with my family on the weekends when I'm not working. And I work a lot. Like, I have long days. And yeah. I don't, one of these days it will snap where everything makes sense. All my hard work will pay off. But... I'm working hard because it it's rough out there in the streets. You know what I mean? And so I don't always have the time to go hang out with my friends. But I think that that's the, the reason that you were probably experiencing people saying that you're not a good friend is because you're not being there for them. And in order to have friends, you have to be there for them like they are there for you. And right. even though I'm always there for my friends when they need me, like, I don't always make the time to show up and be there with them. And it's not because I don't want to. Like, I think about them all the time. I'm like, hey, it'd be so fun to hang out with Drew and Emily. But I'm like, oh, I've got, like, ten minutes of this left to do. It takes three hours, and the next thing you know, it's, like, ten o'clock at night. So it's it's not for ill intentions. It's just that life is a busy state of affairs. A hundred miles an hour life right now, but as I, I agree with all of that, and the lesson that I got was, if I am not taking that ten minutes to reach out and say, "Hey, how's it going?" Then, and then something happened. You know, six months to live, blah blah blah. But my friend that passed away, I had talked to on Facebook Messenger probably a week before. He never really got back to my last message, and I just never got back after that. But I never got the opportunity to say, how did this go or how did that go? Because I was so busy that I didn't take that five seconds. And so I think for me, it's like if my friends are hurting and I don't know it, and I'm not reaching out to them regularly saying, just checking in, how are you? And I'm telling you, I had a friend last night who wanted to talk, and I literally sent her a text saying my bandwidth to have a conversation with. I didn't get home till 7 o'clock. I was super busy from work because I had a really crazy weekend. And so I was like, I don't have the bandwidth. And can we do this Tuesday or Wednesday? You know, like it was like I gave options to reconnect, but still it was like, why don't we take those five minutes? So like, what's the bridge there where we don't just say, where we're more, you know, annoyed with having to be a friend than, than be a friend. And, I, and this is the, the place where I was like, 
I have to, if I want friends to support me, I, like you said, I have to be a friend. And it was really clear yeah. to me that I have been more lackadaisical on that endeavor than proactive. And so I guess for me, I just wanted to like sort of sort through uh, that our friends are super important, right? So, important. so I have to really stop sort of ignoring the, the calling that pick up the phone, text your friend, ask how they are, check in with the person you haven't talked to in a few years that is still in your heart. Because had I had the opportunity to get a hold of this person 40, within 40 years, I would have. And to see that, and I still haven't talked to him for two weeks now. Like, it's like, come on, you know, like, I, yeah. I, I have, you know, because I'm like, oh, I don't want to bug him, blah, blah, blah. But I feel like it's about having a bit of courage. And if, you, if there's rejection from a friend that you've reached out to who's like, doesn't answer the phone or doesn't want to spend the time or is too busy for you, that's okay. I feel like I need to be more comfortable in the rejection of friendship because I've been rejected. I've been knowing my friends were somewhere where I wasn't invited. I, you know, like we talked about this on the show before. Yeah, yeah. I know that feeling, but I'm also not saying, Hey, I heard you guys were doing dinner. I want to come, you know, because my pride yeah. or my ego or my whatever has sort of blocked that friendship where they probably would have been like, Oh, like I saw a friend random, I knew she was like a, a block from my lake house staying for the weekend. And I was gone for the weekend, but I decided to come home late Saturday night anyway. So I came home late Saturday night, knew she was there, walked down, got her little ass out of bed. Shout out to Teddy. And she came down and we sat in the lake for a minute and talked. But the point was what she said to me was, oh, I was going to reach out, but I thought you were in L.A. And I realized that on Facebook, because a lot of people said to me, oh, you're always gone. And I'm like, the only time I ever post is if I'm gone. The rest of the time, I'm here, and I have really nothing to report. <laughs> so, but when she said it, I realized that she didn't want to reach out because she thought I was gone. I gave the impression to people, because I haven't been reaching out, that I was gone. And so I was like, okay. So lesson learned. Like, even if you think I'm in L.A., reach out. Even if I think you're not here, reach out. Like, let's all give some effort to friendship. Uh, and really yeah, 100%. understand where people are. So busy, though. It's, I agree. It's hard. But I think it's really important right now. Yeah. You you know, uh, Ralph Waldo Emerson said the only way to have a friend is to be a friend. And I feel like you just summarized that entire thing, right? You have to yeah. be the friend you want to be. And I will be the first to admit I'm not always the best friend. Even though I have lots of best friends, I'm like, I'm just caught up in my own whirlwind of shit. And it's like, okay, I, so I want to know what's a good friend in your eyes. What's a, what's the best. We'll uh, both do this. Like let's, let's, let's talk about what is a good friend to you. Okay. A good friend knows where all the bodies are buried and they still love you. hundred <laughs> percent. That is a good friend. Uh, you know, uh, I think about a good friend is they'll be there at a drop of a hat. Your, your bike is stolen and they come, they show up at your house and you go walk the creek looking for homeless people to beat up because you know that's exactly who stole your bike. You know what I mean? Like, uh, that's a good friend. <laughs> Shout out to my boy, Drew. Uh, a good friend is generous, caring, compassionate. A good friend is, man, a good friend is a good person in my eyes. How about you, Kathy? What's a good friend to you? 
Well, a good friend to me is, one, someone you can go years without talking to and hook right back up where you left off. Like that to oh. me tells me everything I need to know about the bond we created whenever we started that. Uh, a good friend to me is someone who is there for you in your time of need, has the time, makes the time, and uh, helps you solve it if it's something that's going to really is really impacting your life. A good friend also is one that will tell you the truth. You mm-hmm. are fucking up. This is not mm-hmm. okay. And I think that's one of the hardest pieces of friendship is to say, what I'm experiencing you doing is not is not going to end well. And so I've had experiences where I have kept my mouth shut and not said, I'm experiencing this. So I think a good friend also sits you down and makes you look at your life and tell the truth. And I think some of my situations last week actually prompted me to do just that and, and, and find that out. And I think a good friend is somebody that you laugh your ass off with. When I am yes. in the presence of a friend and I am giggling to the point of no return, and, and my friends know me, I'm the type that, like, literally gets on my back and kicks my feet with a silent laugh, like, if you can picture that. And then that makes them laugh so much, like, then they're doing and, and we just giggle, giggle, giggle. And to me, there's no more friendship moment more beautiful than those moments or when I see my friend have a great accomplishment. And when I watch a friend that has has shown up for themselves and made bold moves and they're being successful at it, the pride I feel in my friendship, like I'm always so overwhelmingly happy for people who win. And so I think that's a good friend is to, you know, because sometimes people have a tendency to get jealous in that situation. Oh, why did she get the this why oh she got a boyfriend but I don't have a boy you know like there's certain things you know she opened a restaurant I've been wanting to open a restaurant or whatever that thing is do it yeah there's no room for jealousy in friendship and I think that that is a big piece of of like even if you feel envious which is different than jealousy envious is oh I want that right but jealousy is why did that happen to her nothing ever happens for me and so I think that mm-hmm. removing all jealousy, there's no room for jealousy in friendship. And no. and then I guess, you know, I agree with the where's the body buried or let's bury the body. <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 100%. You know, and, and, and I, could tell you, I, I could tell you stories about my friends who have done things for me that I didn't even ask, you know, not bury bodies. Calm down, everybody. But, no, not buried bodies. <laughs> but things that I can't talk about at the podcast might be in the book. Uh, that showed me that they were capable of taking care of things when I was not capable of taking care of them because I was so on the floor with what was happening to me. They were just like, oh, no, girl, you sit your ass down. We got this. Oh, I just got goosebumps. And they had it. And they had my back. So having somebody's back without having to talk about it, to me, is a really good friend. Like, you want to treasure those totally. people because they know you better than you know yourself sometimes. Yeah, no, actually, they pretty much, well, they get to see us from their eyes. Like, we only get to see ourselves from our eyes. And sometimes we right. can't even see ourselves, right, unless we're in front of a mirror. And then we're not even really looking at ourselves objectively. 
or whatever the case may be, but they can Ever. see all sides of us. <laughs> yeah, all sides. So thank God for friends. Thank <laughs> God for friends. And, you know, all I can say is that, Kathy, after this podcast, I hope that all of us out here make attempts to be better friends. Like, I already made a list of people I'm going to call after the show. So Right, and I have a list of people that, you know, there's a couple where I'm like, what are they going to say when I reach out? You know, like, like there's hot, I just... Sam, I know you never listen to this podcast, but there was a friend who we just lost touch. He got, you know, a girlfriend. He got married. He lives far away, uh, has a baby now, and I only get to see him on Facebook. But my memory of him, like he could pick up the phone right now and say I'm outside and I would drop everything to spend an hour with him. And and so it's just like he's on my list, but it's like there, then there's that little voice that says, well, I don't want to bug him. I don't want, you know, but I feel like after this podcast, I also have to make a list and just sit down and go, put on your big girl pants, reach out to the people that you love. Because honestly, again, I'm going to drive this fucking point home. You never know. If someone is in your, if someone is in your heart, tell them. And don't be afraid of rejection and don't – look at Kathy is literally talking to herself right now. Don't be afraid of what comes next. It's just like I think that I've spent a lot of the last couple of years just living in my own space and not reaching out to these people who were a very big part of the last five years of my life, but we may or may not have – and I really realized that last week when I when I saw my friend and I just wanted to hold on tight and – in fact, somebody took a picture of us, and I literally had both of my hands around his bicep during the picture. Like, I did not even know I had both of my hands around his bicep. Like, we were, like, next to each other in the restaurant, and I just leaned in, and and I was all, that was awfully comfortable of you, Kathy. You know, like, holding. It was, it was so natural that I didn't even think about it. I just didn't want to let him go. And I love that I feeling. I just love that feeling. So, so all of that friendship is so important. And you're my you're my friend, and and I'm grateful for that. And I'm grateful to all my friends yeah. out there that have been able to sort of take this wild journey with me, who are always happy for my wins, and and the friends that are always there to say, I think you're fucking up. Thank goodness for the honesty, right? Like I I love it. Tell the truth, kids. It's really where it's at because uh, if you lie even just a little bit to yourself or anything, you're going to regret it eventually. Like, tell the truth. Like, with your friends, with your everybody, just it's easy. It's so easy. And, and I just want to end uh, with, uh, with one – I want to end with one thing about friendship, and that is when we were talking about peace. I've really been, you know, looking at what is, what is inner peace, and we'll probably talk about that next time. But – uh, a true friend, a, a good friend, brings a peace and a lightness in your soul when you're with them. Like, they can sort of lift that worrisome weight off your shoulders when you're with them. And that, to me, is why we are able to have friends, because we need those moments where they can take the worries for you and say, I got you. Like, and then you're just left with this sort of contentment of peace that says, no matter what, I'm not alone in this world. And I think that everybody has a friend, one friend that you know, 
I'm not alone. One friend you can call in the middle of the night. One friend that is going to bail you out of jail. Like, those are your people, okay? So write them down yeah, yeah. and reach out to them. I love this podcast. It's so straightforward. Dude, today was the best. And you know what? I want to say thanks to all my friends for being my friends. And thank you to all the listeners who are my friends. Yeah. I appreciate yeah. you. We love you. We're grateful for you. And may you have the most amazing day ever because I think after this podcast, if we don't all reach out to our loved ones and say, what's up? Then we're missing the point. So thank you for yes. listening. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, yes. We appreciate it. Have that. a blessed day. Much okay, love. Okay, love you guys. Talk to you later. Bye.